Thank you for joining us here today on Palm Sunday, March 28, 2021 at First Love Ministries with the First Presbyterian Church of Jacksonville, Illinois. Pastor Jonathan has titled his sermon today, The Space Between. He helps us understand there will be good and rough times and how to cope with those moments between. For this, Pastor Jonathan uses the Gospel reading John 12, 12-16. Our soloist, Keith Bradbury, will be singing The Holy City. Organist today is Christine Smith. Our liturgist is Alan Stair. The scripture reading comes from Psalms 118, 1, 2, and then 17 through 29. Let us prepare our hearts for scripture by saying the prayer of illumination together. Eternal God, whose word silences the shouts of the mighty, quiet within us every voice but your own, speak to us through the suffering and death of Jesus Christ, that by the power of your Holy Spirit we may receive grace to show Christ's love in lives given to your service. Amen. The scripture reading this morning is from Psalm 118. Let us listen to the word of God. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His steadfast love endures forever. Let Israel say his steadfast love endures forever. I shall not die, but I shall live and recount the deeds of the Lord. The Lord has punished me severely, but he did not give me over to death. Open to me the gates of righteousness that I may enter through them and give thanks to the Lord. This is the gate of the Lord. The righteous shall enter through it. I thank you that if you have answered me and have become my salvation, the stone that the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. This is the Lord's doing. It is marvelous in our eyes. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Save us, we beseech you, O Lord. O Lord, we beseech you, give us success. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. We bless you from the house of the Lord. The Lord is God, and he has given us light. Bind the festal procession with branches up to the horns of the altar. You are my God, and I will give thanks to you. You are my God, I will extol you. O give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Last night as I lay sleeping, there came a dream so fair. I stood in old Jerusalem beside the temple there. I heard the children singing, and ever as they sang, methought the voice of angels from heaven in answer rang. Methought the voice of angels from heaven in answer rang. Jerusalem.
Jerusalem, Jerusalem, lift up your gates and sing. Hosanna in the highest, Hosanna to your King. And then methought my dream was changed, the streets no longer rang. Hushed were the glad hosannas, the little children sang. The sun grew dark with mystery, the morn was cold and chill. As a shadow of a cross arose upon a lonely hill, as the shadow of a cross arose upon a lonely hill. Jerusalem, Jerusalem, hark how the angels sing. Hosanna in the highest, Hosanna to your King. And once again the scene was changed, new earth there seemed to be. I saw the holy city beside the tideless sea. The light of God was on the streets, the gates were open wide, and all who would might enter, and no one was denied. No need of moon or stars by night or sun to shine by day. It was the new Jerusalem that would not pass away. It was the new Jerusalem that would not pass away. Jerusalem, Jerusalem, sing for the night is o'er. Hosanna in the highest, Hosanna forevermore. Our gospel lesson comes to us from John chapter 12, verses 12 through 16. Let us listen to the word of God. The next day, the great crowd that had come to the festival heard that Jesus was coming to Jerusalem. So they took branches of palm trees and went out to meet him, shouting, Hosanna! Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord, the King of Israel. Jesus found a young donkey and sat on it, as it is written. Do not be afraid, daughter of Zion. Look, your king is coming, sitting on a donkey's colt. His disciples did not understand these things at first, but when Jesus was glorified, 
Then they remembered that these things had been written of him and had been done to him. This is the word of the Lord. Jacksonville loves its parades. We have all the traditional stuff in our parades, but sometimes Spider-Man shows up or a 101-year-old clown comes. Now on Palm Sunday, over all the other Sundays, I've got to have something more than uh, what John shares. I mean, at least all the other, other gospel writers share the backstory, right? Uh, to this great parade where Jesus is declared king. But today, this big parade, John doesn't waste any extra ink. According to John, it's not just a crowd. He says it's a great crowd. That's about as far as he expounds on the story here. It's as if this really great thing had happened, but he wasn't really paying attention. So he couldn't tell the whole story. Now, how many teenagers or husbands or distracted folks have been here? You weren't really listening or paying attention to the other person, so you fumble along like you were, but you end up making a fool of yourself. And bingo, John and the rest of the disciples had no clue that they were supposed to be paying attention to this parade. Now, the beauty here is that John even admits that they don't get it. In fact, the explanation of the disciples being confused is about as long as John's description of the Palm Sunday parade. His disciples, it says, did not understand these things at first. But when Jesus was glorified, then they remembered. So let's look at this. Lazarus had just been raised from the dead. Then the parade happened. And a few days later, Jesus was crucified. So how were they supposed to keep anything straight? This week was one giant whirlwind. They, they could barely keep up, and they didn't realize what was actually happening until it was all over. Now, given a year like we've had, we can all probably appreciate a whirlwind experience. As one scholar puts it, for Palm Sunday, and even though we're on this side of Easter, we still live in the space between. The space between welcome and rejection, between acclaim and denial, between life and death. And I want to take it one step further. The space between pandemic and getting past it. So that's where the disciples are. That's where we are, is the space between. I don't know about you, but it's very, it's not a very easy space to be in, this uh, space between. How are we supposed to navigate the space between uh, welcome and rejection, between acclaim and denial, life and death, pandemic, and getting past it without getting thoroughly confused and losing sight of what's most important? And like the disciples on Palm Sunday, we're just barely making it through this whirlwind, and many of us are desperately trying to get back to our regular lives. But if that's the way we live, then we'll be just like John and the other disciples who don't realize what's actually happening in the space between. Somehow this great crowd recognizes something special is going on. The crowd waves palm branches and shouts, Hosanna, the king of Israel, while the disciples are clueless and confused. 
I recently attended a webinar hosted by author and consultant Susan Beaumont, who described the, the space between as a liminal experience, which is a season where something has ended, but a new thing has not yet begun. Moving away from something comfor comfortable and known towards something that can't be known. It's like going on an airplane from one city to the next. And when you're in that airplane, you have different rules and dis different expectations. You're not there yet. She says it's challenging and disoriented and unsettling, but it's also exciting and innovative. She explains the great opportunities we have in this space between, in this liminal experience, like innovation, the organizations forced and willing to examine, reinvent, and take risks. The pandemic has forced this nearly 200-year-old congregation to be innovative, like worshiping live online, online classes, a new Facebook community, and a youth food collection with pink mohawks. We've also rediscovered the core, which is what matters to us. And she says, defining who we are if the building no longer defines us. Beaumont also says there's threats in the liminal season, like changing power dynamics, anxiety, and denial. We're in denial if we say nothing's really changed and then go back to the way things were pre-pandemic. Beaumont also said it's a form of denial if we say, if we don't open soon, there won't be anything left. This is what happens to Jesus this Holy Week. One day a crowd is shouting Hosanna, and then a few days later the crowd rejects its king, shouting, crucify him. The truth is, that's what happens in this liminal season, the space between. That's the whirlwind for the disciples. And also for us, we have these great opportunities that have emerged, but we also must recognize that we face threats during this time and how we live and work and follow Christ in this space between really matters. Now, for most of us, especially thoughtful, business-minded Presbyterians, we strive to achieve. We strive for targets, results, goals. We like to be in control, and we like uh, plans. But we think if we work hard enough and create a plan, then that will fix everything, right? I bet most folks at home uh, try to operate this way. Our session has been working tirelessly over the last year to keep things going here. But in a year where the goalpost is always moving on us, it simply doesn't work. We can't just fix things with simple change in management technique or traditional leadership strategy or uh, some plan. Because like the disciples, we don't know where we are and we don't know where we're going. Now, as frustrating as that is, that's just the situation we're in, the space between. While the disciples were confused and had no idea what was happening, 
we discover that Jesus does. John says, Jesus found a young donkey and sat on it. Jesus knew the significance of this moment and seized it. He was showing all who he was, the humble king of Zechariah 9.9, and that's the road that Jesus travels this week. From a parade with palm, people waving palm branches, singing Hosanna, to the cross where Psalm 118 prophesies, I shall not die, but I shall live. The stone that the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. You see, Jesus surrenders to the will of God and yields to what is unfolding around him. And when they shout Hosanna, he rides a donkey, fulfilling God's plan. When they shout crucify him, he dies, fulfilling God's plan. Now, in the world's eyes, this may look like weak leadership. It may look like he's giving up or giving in to the crowd around him, but he's not because he's following God who's three steps ahead. He doesn't die, but he lives. The rejected stone becomes the chief cornerstone. God's plan outsmarts the world and turns everything upside down. And so Jesus surrenders. He surrenders his control to God, the one who's most powerful, and leads all his disciples into a future that's filled with life and hope. So in this space between, especially us confused disciples, we must follow Christ in the same way and surrender like him to God's plan. It's kind of like a rich man entering the town at night through the eye of the needle. We must be willing to shed all of our cargo and baggage and control to God. We need to shed our ego and bias, the voices of judgment, cynicism, and fear, and instead have an open mind, an open heart, and an open will. The co-founder of Pixar, Ed Catmull, he says this, there's a sweet spot between the known and the unknown where originality happens. The key is to be able to linger there without panicking. You want to know the truth? As your pastor, I'm okay with weakness and changing plans feeling out of control because I surrender and have the confidence that God's got this. I don't have the answers of where we're going, but I'm willing to stand here with you in this mutual not knowing season because I trust that the Holy Spirit will lead us to a future that doesn't go back to the way things were, but to a future filled with life and with hope. I want us to listen to this poem called Liminal by Christine McDougall. She says this, The space between, neither this nor that, ripe 
potent, uncertain, shaky, a dawning, a dusking, the imminent threshold emerging. Crossing to what? Slow down. The moment is calling you to pay exquisite attention. Nobody here knows where we're going, but God knows exactly where we're headed, to a future filled with life and with hope. And we will go there together. We'll go confused. We'll go shedding our bias and egos, no longer striving to achieve and plan and control like the world does, but opening ourselves, surrendering ourselves to God in this space between finding that sweet spot and lingering there without panicking. Slow down. The moment is calling you to pay exquisite attention. That's our challenge this Palm Sunday, to surrender with confidence and know that God's got this. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. We invite you to join us at www.facebook.com slash slash and join our Monday First Pres Jacks community group, which meets at 7 p.m. every Monday. This is a question, answer, and sharing group with the pastor. This is a private room, and you will be asked a few questions before entering to make sure you are a human and not a robot. There is also a Lenten class on Thursdays at the same time and the same place. Presbyterians with a Purpose is another program available at the First Presbyterian Church of Jacksonville for individuals needing to contact someone during these challenging times of the pandemic. You can visit that link. Just visit our homepage and find the link for Presbyterians with a Purpose. We also offer a Sunday live service starting at 9.55 a.m. Join us at www.facebook.com slash slash and click on the live link. In-person service starts at 10 a.m. Visitors and members are encouraged to come into the north door. A person will be there to take your temperature via your wrist or your forehead. We ask that masks be kept on while in the church building. If you found today's sermon inspiring or any other program available here at First Love Ministries at the First Presbyterian Church of Jacksonville, Illinois, useful, and would like to support our ministry, there are a few different options available. You can visit www.firstpresjax.org donate and make your contribution there, or send contributions to First Presbyterian Church, 870 West College, Jacksonville, Illinois, 62650. You also can contribute through your bank using bill pay. 
If an account number is needed, please use 870-870-870. Our phone number is 217-245-4189. Our email is office at firstpresjax.org. That's office at f-i-r-s-t-p-r-e-s-j-a-x dot o-r-g. We pray you have a safe, healthy, and peaceful week. God bless.